Hey, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. Right now, Abigail is walking around the house with the newly downloaded Ghostbusters app, trying to figure out how to put an Ecto-1 in the kitchen. How's it going? Okay, there we go. Uh, so we're we're deciding to do like a last minute emergency episode of YHS. Um, oh, looks good. There you go. Abby just put Save a really it. tiny Ecto one in the it lit. It just looks like a toy <laughs> in the kitchen. <laughs> um, so Jake, so so there's a lot going on in Ghostbusters and YHS. Uh, clearly, the announcement came today that the trailer the new trailer for afterlife is dropping tomorrow um and so hopefully everybody listens to this uh before the trailer drop because that's the intention but this is just like a little emergency yhs we got we got to talk about it this is why we're here this is what we all been building up to so jake what's up man Nothing, dude. I'm just I'm excited to be here to do this kind of late night, uh, a quick run through. We've had we've had multiple phone calls today. There's so much going through all of our heads. We all had to work today through this small teaser of the Ecto one driving down a road saying that we're getting a trailer tomorrow and everybody's going a little crazy. So I, I think I'm excited to be here for an emergency episode so we can maybe talk about our expectations going into tomorrow, what we think we're going to see, what maybe what we don't want to see, how we're going to sleep tonight. Uh, I might watch Ghostbusters one and two tonight so I can be ready for whatever we're going to see in this trailer tomorrow. That's a big old heck. Yes. For me too. I think I might watch one and two before. uh, First of all, my microphone keeps falling. I I can't wait till tomorrow at 9 a.m. I had a cup of coffee before we recorded Bad Bitches, so I'm, like, wired, yeah. and I'm okay with it. When I Before I made the coffee, I was like, I want to be up all night until this trailer comes out. Don't do that. I might. We have to record tomorrow night. Yeah. You're going to die. Just there's don't a, go to sleep. There's a good <laughs> chance that I'm going to watch the Olympics and then just not sleep. Um. So, yeah, it's been a crazy day. It's been a lot of excitement, a lot of hype, but it's not just the fact, like we know the trailer's coming out, but then like this app just dropped. The ghost, the official Ghostbusters app is now available in the app store. It's at least available for iPhones. I don't know. I'm assuming there's going to be an Android one too, but right now the iOS app is out. It's got really cool stuff in there. Like it's got pit, like close-up pictures of the, the equipment, the proton pack trap, RTV trap, ecto goggles. Um, it's got like new filters, and stickers, and then there's this like the, the Ecto One thing I was talking about earlier. There's a game in there, Jake. Have you played the game yet? I did. I was playing it a little earlier, and it's really fun. And it's like very cute and pixelized. And you have to you're driving the Ecto down a street, and you have to catch uh, the first level. You got to catch mini puffs, and then it you know moves up to munchers, and then terror dogs. Uh, and, and it just yeah, I, I haven't had a chance to play the game yet, but it looks very cool. Um, I, uh, I like that there's an app. Normally I wouldn't really care about an app, but like it's our first shot of like the, like it's not our first shot of the proton pack, but it's the first like high res picture that they've just dropped of, you know, there's some new, uh, there's some new, the, the trap on the, the RC trap. There's a good photo of it and a little description. It's actually an animation. It's not just yeah. a photo. There's an animation of the RC trap and the goggles with the new you know, photo, yeah, the photo thing that it does. Yeah. And then like, you can, you could see the lights like flashing on the proton pack and, uh, there's just some new like bits and 
pieces on the pack. There's like a yellow wire and some new clippers and some just, just really, it's, it's just the excitement is like, we're, we're starving right now for anything. And tomorrow, Jake, like you call me today, you're like, Hey, in 24 hours, we're going to know a lot more about this movie. And we've been waiting so damn long. I mean, this movie was announced in January of 2019. So it's two and a half years since announced over a year since it was originally supposed to come out, multiple delays, pandemic. It's just crazy. So like I I'm more excited about tomorrow than anything, any movie related trailer that I've ever like the, even more than the first trailer, because the first trailer was like, it was exciting. Obviously it was incredible, but we knew we had a ways to go to the movie. And now it's like, the movie's just locked. It's been ready for six months and it's been delay after delay. And like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm busting Jerry. <laughs> I'm busting. <laughs> well, said. well, it's like you, you, you say that the second trailer is, is more important. I think because like we got that first trailer is just basically a tease, you know, and it shows us what the tone's going to be. And it kind of gives us like, a, a taste and a glimpse without really telling this trailer. I don't know how long this is going to be, but it's going to be a full trailer. Right. There, there's the potential that we might see three minutes of this movie tomorrow, you know, two to three minutes. And it's going to have, there's going to be reveals in it. We're probably, we're going to see things that, you know, maybe we don't even want to see it. There's going to be plot things. So it's going to be like a make or break kind of thing. Like after right. we see this trailer, we're going to know enough about this movie mm -hmm. to just either be like losing our minds. Holy shit. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big, the second trailer is a, it's a, it's a turning point, you know? Right. Yeah. You get confirmation on like character dynamics. I, I'm imagining. Um, and like the stuff that you're saying, it's like giving me like a tummy ache a little bit to think about not being able to unsee some of the stuff that we might see. Like it's bringing back memories of seeing answer the call in the theater and being like, okay, there's no more buildup. This is confirmed. Right. This yeah. Because yeah. right. It's like you're kind of fantasy booking the last couple yeah, years uh, yeah. you're, you're creating fan fiction making right planning it in my head because I, I keep having these thoughts of like the thing that I'm most interested in is like clearly getting to know these new characters and their motivations and getting to understand this legacy that's being promised of Egon Spangler's family and how it all fits together how the original guys fit into it I want to see Ray and Peter and Winston, and I want to see them talking to these new characters. Of course, I want to see them in their flight suits busting ghosts, but I love these characters, and I want to see, like, if you think about the original Ghostbusters movies, 90% of the time, it's dialogue-driven comedy and character between these characters that you just love. And because it's Jason Reitman, you know, there's going to be a lot of that. Like there's going to be more yeah. care. Mm -hmm. We're going to learn more about, <laughs> about the ghostbusters in a two hour afterlife movie than we've known in the 40 years since it's come out. Like, mm -hmm. right. We're going to really learn a lot. And like this period of time that exists between ghostbusters two and ghostbusters afterlife, which is over 30 years, they're going to have to allude to what, what happened to the Ghostbusters. What happened to these characters? 
How do the new characters fit into it? Why are they in the middle of Oklahoma? Yeah, motivation, all of that. Right. So, yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's I get emotional and excited and all these different feelings. And then, like, you can tell Jason Reitman is excited. He's, like, hyping up. Jason said it's top three trailers of his own movies. I was like, wait, hold on. Oh, my. It's not number one? You've only made, like, eight movies. <laughs> I was like, oh, he needs to calm down because I'm getting, like, so excited. He posted a picture on his Instagram of him, I don't know, doing something with like special effects, like a camera. Well, oh, the thing. filming picture filming with picture. the mini puffs a couple days ago. Yeah. yeah, I just get, I'm just, I'm just very. Any any time that I I start, we to, can't even talk. <laughs> I know. I literally, I was like, when I saw that picture, I was like, Abby, do not leave an inappropriate comment on this. I know you want to comment. For all the people who've been trying to figure out how to shut us up for five years, put out a new Ghostbusters movie, and we're just like, blah, blah, blah. I can't even like yeah. stumble over our words. Um, Podcasting in my sleep, Jake. We. And Abby, we talked about this. Um, let me slow down a little bit. We don't have to yell. It's late. People are going to be listening to this. There's a chance that people, this is the last thing people are going to hear before watching this trailer. So let's make it special for them. Um, no pressure. Jake, I was talking to you about yeah. this week about how like in many ways, this movie is the absolute, like when you're talking about the Dr. Strange looking into the future, there's 11 million ways that this could turn out. The Ghostbusters movie we're about to get is the least likely scenario. It's like the one in 11 million because we all know the history of Ghostbusters three. We, although we wanted it our whole life, I think we dodged a bullet. I really do. I don't think we would have very fond memories of like the 1999 version of Ghostbusters with dated special effects and like, you know, who knows who the cast would have ended up being. It, it would have the only idea that anybody ever came up with was, oh, it's just it's new recruits, new actors mm -hmm. of the time. Yeah. Passing the torch. Mm -hmm. And obviously we would all love Harold Ramis to not you know, have passed away. We would love for him to be in this movie, but the fact that, just, yeah, but the fact that even with that, and even with 35 years or whatever it's been of development, hell, and with a, a, a reboot of the franchise that did not work the way that they wanted it to work. Jason Reitman steps in and is by all accounts doing a character driven, uh, coming of age Ghostbusters movie set in the original universe. I don't think that was ever in the cards ever, <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't think like, you know, when people, people used to be like, oh, I think Jason Reitman should do a Ghostbusters yeah, movie. Yeah. It's like, I'd be like, why would the fuck would he do that? That's so stupid. I think you're, you're on past episodes, like documented as saying that like, hey, guys, Jason Reitman's not going to do it. He's, <laughs> his tastes are too elevated. Like he's too talented. It, it's not too indie or whatever. Yeah. It just, it's, it's just, um, I, the more likely scenario would be somebody like Ruben Fleischer who did the zombie land movies or somebody like the Russos or somebody like Phil Lord and Chris Miller or a James Gunn. Like there's a lot of other ways this could have gone, but taking the Ghostbusters out of New York, putting them in the middle of Oklahoma in this haunted house, basically, that is where Egon moved. It's just like, it sounds fake. It sounds too good to be true. It sounds like fan <laughs> fiction. I mean, do you agree? Well, it, 
I mean, yeah, I do agree, but you have to think like, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. And it's almost like a collective fog was over just everybody because yeah, that's what we all assumed a third Ghostbusters film would be just four new people coming in and being the Ghostbusters. And that's what everybody always thought. And that's, that's not just with Ghostbusters. That's like almost every sequel ever, you know, sequels are notoriously, they're just notoriously the same movie over again. Mm -hmm. And and when sequels truly, truly work is when they kind of break out of that mold. And Ghostbusters is already kind of like, you know, uh, this has been said a million times, but it's a story about like the underdog and about these just like four losers who, <laughs> you know, who, who like put get their shit together and become, you know, go into business. And it's like it's a uh, uh, life uh, intim- uh, you know, uh, imitates art. Yeah, and 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 the Ghostbusters franchise is also kind of like an underdog franchise when you put it up against against Marvel and Star Wars and all these other giant franchises. Uh, you know, it's it's generally uh, small compared to a lot of these other franchises. And I think you know uh, the 2016 happened. And and maybe showed everybody that like no you you, you kind of do need more than just four people being Ghostbusters again and and I think Jason Reitman saw that and maybe he saw 2016 and he saw uh, probably a little bit of the uh, frustration uh, coming from his his father and Dan and and he had an idea and it takes some weird idea like putting the Ghostbusters in Oklahoma or whatever mm-hmm. uh, and and kind of a like. I don't want to say that he's an outsider of the franchise because he's not, but his his mind has always been in a, you know, when you, when you look at the kind of movies he makes, he's in a different place than like Ivan and Dan Aykroyd. It's like, he's of a different time and lifestyle. And it took like all of that to kind of come together and to him to have this story for us to get what looks like it might be amazing. Yeah. It comes down to the story, I think, being like the keys to the ignition and being the thing that drives all this. It's like I answer the call didn't have a story to drive it. It it seemed to be kind of mimicking the the first movie um, and even Ghostbusters, too. But well, it didn't have it didn't uh, allow itself to even have an identity. Maybe it just couldn't have maybe culturally. And when the movie was made, like with that idea, maybe it was just destined to not be able to right. work. But having an identity, I think, I feel like that's what Jason Reitman really digs into is like the human condition and how people interact. And it's, it's very like honest and, and, and focused and detailed storytelling, um, with a lot of like humor and and love and kindness in it. Um, I'm, I'm, it seem it's very strange to think that this is actually happening and that tomorrow is going to be the day that we see the, the, the real meat and potatoes of, of everything. I'm nervous, but I, I think I'm up. I think I feel sad knowing like it's bittersweet knowing that this time is going to come to an end tomorrow and we'll, we'll have seen everything. Well, not everything. Not everything. The movie doesn't come out for three months. I'm getting <laughs> so sad. Abby thinks the movie comes out in the morning. We're going to watch it on YouTube. Um, this is the question I want to pose to you guys. Hey, Jake, here's here's the thing we've been talking about. Okay. 
what do we think is on the table to be seen in this move in this trailer tomorrow? Like, what are we, well, if you were, if you were a bet man, which I know you're not. Yeah. Well, I think for sure we're going to get, I, I think it's a no brainer that we're going to get uh, some sort of glimpse of, uh, Peter Venkman, uh, Ray stands, and Winston Zeddemore. I think that's happening. And I also think it's a, it's a pretty good bet. We're going to find out who the villain of this movie is, uh, whether right. some, whether it's, right. whether it's a surprise, whether it's a, a human actor that we haven't seen yet, or whether it's just Gozer again. Um, I think we're going to know the answer to that. Um, I'm sure we're going to see this leads to something that I'm legitimately nervous about seeing tomorrow. Okay. And that's what what the ghosts are going to look like in this movie. Oh, I thought you were going to say, um, did they drag the Statue of Liberty to Oklahoma with it? With Egon? Is it in the backyard? <laughs> it's just been shed. missing for 30 <laughs> years. It's buried in his backyard. No, we all know that. That's it, the story. They re-erected the Statue of Liberty and whether or not Slimer flew it's out from it. At the end of the movie. Who knows? Some say Yes. <laughs> There was another guy today on Twitter was like, I saw Ghostbusters 2 twice in theaters in Texas, and Slimer definitely flew out from the Statue of Liberty. Sure he did. He did not. <laughs> um, so, Jake, the ghosts, are you yeah. – what, what is your, your – what's well, your stress when there? You wa- when you watch the first two Ghostbusters, um, you know – the the way the way the the practical uh, effects were used and mixed and you know yeah those movies are a little dated but when you go back and you see like the the library ghost the librarian it's a very distinctive like realistic the ghosts are sort of realistic looking uh and you know then i i hate to keep i really i i'm not trying to be a jerk and keep Talking comparing these movies to answer the call, but the ghosts in answer the call look like Scooby-Doo. You know, they're very Scooby-Doo-ish, really bright, cartoony looking. Yeah. And, and I, and I know that these are not going to be like that, but it's, I just wonder if they're going to capture the same kind of look and feel as the ghosts. And because, you know, like we, we do live in, you know, it is 2021 and, visual effects and special effects and CGI are, are really easy to come by. And, and sometimes things just don't look as good. And I, and I just wonder how close they're going to look and feel to the, to the original film or how much visual effects and CGI right. is going to be used. And well, you got to think like the, it seems like it was probably a mandate like on the, um, uh, on the, uh, for Jason Reitman to really and truly replicate what was done in the first movie. Right. Yeah. Like it, it almost seems like part of the deal was that they would do their best to really, capture whatever it was, whatever that special sauce secret sauce was that made the original what it was. Um, and so yeah, there's going to be SFX, right? There's going to be special effects. There's going to be CGI. Um, I, 
I doubt we're going to get that super saturated glowing ghost Scooby-Doo thing that we got in answer the call. Although I will say as far as answer the call goes, um, I always thought Slimer looked pretty good, right? Like Slimer's Slimer is pretty cool I've, in that movie. I think Slimer looks great in that movie. Yeah. Still yeah. very cartoony, but he looks better than, you know, the subway ghost in that movie or, right, or right. he's very Aldridge bright or anybody else. Yeah. Right. He seems very finished and distinctive. I, I liked him. I think that Slimer and Answer the Call riding the Ecto is probably the best moment in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Best takeaway. Yeah, I agree. But I think the thing is, is like, you know, every movie, every modern movie, uh, especially a sci-fi movie or a you know big budget, there's going to be special effects. There's going to be CGI stuff. But we've seen plenty of, you know, movies, plenty of Marvel movies, like, that stuff can look really great. I'm not like, I want to see a lot of practical stuff, but obviously there's going to be CG, but I, I think overall it's up to the director and the, you know, who's ever the art director and, and the, the, you know, whoever is in charge of the, the production to ensure that there's still cap. This is what a modern, a 2020 or 2021 Ghostbusters movie looks like. I think it's got to retain that feel. And I, and there's no, I mean, look at the equipment. We were looking through the app and costumes and right. just the general aesthetic and feel of it. It's, it's indie. It's unique. Like, yeah. It's cool. It, it worn in, lived in older things look sourced. It doesn't look like uh, someone who like just became a costume designer, like just went and like picked right. out a whole bunch of bright colored shit. It seems like well, even we had heard detailed. like, as far as like the cot, like uh, recreating the, uh, the costumes, the original flight suits. And like, they went back and meticulously inspected mm -hmm. the original patches and where there was like miss sewn thread. They like recreated that for these, these patches. I don't know if that's something I'm supposed to be talking about, but who cares? Like trailers coming out tomorrow. <laughs> All bets are off. Yeah. All bets are off. <laughs> oh um, boy. But, but I, I completely agree with you guys. And Abby, like we're just, if you look at the, the equipment in the app, like, yeah, this looks like Ghostbusters 84, 89 uh, equipment. There's not like I mean, look, we might get some more like who knows by the end of the movie, we might get some updated new versions of the proton pack and stuff. But we're starting off with, you know, for all intents and purposes, the original 1984 weathered proton pack that we all love. Um, and uh, it's just it's just exciting. I don't know if there's any other way to put it. Uh it's excitement. It's, it's nerves. And Jake, you and Abby both were laughing at me today as I went to every target in the city looking for the toys oh my. that everybody the fever. I told Abby, I was like, I went to a target. There was like a medical emergency. She was like, was it you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, Craig gets so erratic right before like Ghostbusters trailer day, before like merch starts to come out or when you, <clears throat> when the, the, picture that somebody else puts up of their haul comes out is when it really hits Craig. Like he disappeared a couple times today. I was gone. Like, I'm gone. I'm leaving. Just going. I'm leaving. A couple targets. Get, get ready for the, you know, Star Wars. I'll be back. Yeah, I get it. But, um, Jake, we, we've, we're longtime members of this fan community and there's something I, I want to do a little, I, I want to keep it really positive, but like I've noticed a trend with some of the old school Ghostbusters fans where they kind of act like maybe they're a little bit too cool to be excited. They're not sharing in, you know, uh, uh, you know, the hype. 
what is it? Is it fandom in general? Because I don't see this as much as Star Wars fans. Like Star Wars fans are unapologetically Star Wars fans, but there seems to be something sometimes with like a lot of the old community members with Ghostbusters where they almost try to play it off like they're they're above it. And I just don't have that at all. Ghostbusters, what Abby today said, it's my Achilles heel. Like it's the thing that drives me more than anything in my fandom or really my life. Uh, what, what is it? Is 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 it, what is it? I don't know. Analyze. I it. think, I think it's just an attitude that some, maybe a, an older generation of folks, maybe they were, have a little bit of that. I was doing this first and now look at all these other people, look at all these other things. And it's one of those things where it's like, we're too cool for this kind of, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I think it's a false narrative to think that like, Sure, the community was smaller and it felt smaller, maybe like uh, early 2000s, late 90s when things were kind of dead. But there's always been a lot of people who love Ghostbusters that maybe aren't assembled in communities, etc. So that idea that it was only a small, tight knit group of maybe kinda, it, it maybe, maybe it was never just, true. Yeah, maybe it's just a defense mechanism you know that whenever you're in France, whenever you're a fan of Ghostbusters and you have been uh, listening to 30 years of this movie's getting made, it's not getting made. I'll Here's the script. It it's, not, it. it's, it's all, maybe it's all Dan Aykroyd's fault for all of his like false starts. And you just get to a point where you're just annoyed and you're just like, what is happening? You know, I don't, I don't know. It's just, a yeah, I think everybody's fatigue. different. A tedium of like being told it's coming, seeing it's not coming. I know that YouTube had, there's a whole long, super long video, basically what Craig already did. For rip off. They ripped me off. No, they it was good. It was good. You watch Craig it. Off. Yeah. We watched the whole thing and it's watching it. I was like, there is no doubt in my mind why Dan Aykroyd has not been doing interviews talking about this movie. Like, <laughs> at least why, why there's been we, a, uh, boy, we got a great part for Bill. Uh, it becomes I, like empty promises. I yeah. Think. And it was, it, it, it's tough, man. So like, I, I agree. I, I agree with everything you said, Jake. I think there's a defense mechanism. Uh, there Now, there are people who genuinely love the first Ghostbusters and don't even like the second one and don't want a third one. Like, And if that's mm -hmm. if that's I, I can respect that. Right. Like if you don't want to be happy. <laughs> right. If you want to be a miserable asshole. Yeah, sure. No, no, no. <laughs> but like there's like um, there, there are people who just don't like sequels and there are people who Jurassic Park's their favorite movie and they want nothing to do with Lost World, Jurassic Park 3 or God forbid Jurassic World. But we're not really like that. And I know I don't want to speak for everybody, but like. When I've got something I love, I like the challenge of like, could they make more? Could I see these characters? Could it live up to the original? And do I think I'm going to walk out of afterlife and go, wow, that was better than the first Ghostbusters? No, that's impossible. It's not supposed to be better. It's supposed to be new and good and fulfilling, fulfilling. And also it looks like it's advancing the story and whether or not this leads to a bunch of more Ghostbusters movies, who knows? But for now, we've been waiting for GB3 since 1989. It's the thing I've talked about, wished for, prayed for, you know, gabbed about, searched on the internet for more than anything in the world. And it's finally about to happen. And I don't think my brain is, I feel like I'm misfiring. Like I don't really know how to process it other than I'm excited and I'm going to cry a lot tomorrow morning. I'm, I, I, of course I will. I cried in the first, 
the I've first- got therapy tomorrow and Craig told me he might just like run in and try to get like a couple minutes of FaceTime <laughs> with my therapist. Listen, talk. the first trailer, I, I've, when I was about to start, when the first trailer came out in, what was that? December of 2019. Um, I mm-hmm. I was feeling good. I was like, let's do it. We knew the trailer was coming. We had, they had a couple days of hype. We'd seen some still images. I was like, let's go. I'm feeling good. Let's see what this is about. I pressed play. That first guitar note hit. Din, 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 and I went, <laughs> like, and I was like, that's not even music that I knew. And it was just the fact that I was seeing <laughs> in motion on screen and learn. And dude, we get new Ghostbusters. It's fucking awesome. By the way, I just want to say this. Casting Finn Wolfhard in this movie was genius. I think he's great. He's great in everything he's done. But this guy's social media reach. Loyal following. He got a million views on just that five second clip today on his Instagram page alone. Like, the, I mean, the I reach mean, is insane. It, it chapter one broke records, you know, uh, and it did so insanely well that it was responsible for kind of a horror and a Stephen King resurgence. Mm-hmm. And I a hundred percent think that that is all due to the kids that were cast in that movie, mainly Finn Wolfhard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And listen, I don't, I don't think Ghostbusters, I mean, just the way the box office is, the way the pandemic is, people's movie going habits are different. I think it's going to be very successful. I think it's got a long life ahead of it. I think it will do really well in theaters. I think it will have a long life digitally. It'll probably be on Netflix and everybody in the world in the first six months is going to see this movie. I would not be surprised if like it gets it. Let's see. It comes out November. I'm guessing by February, you got a digital release and it's probably going to be on Netflix by like March or April. Mm-hmm. And once, once a movie like that hits, it takes on a new life of its own. Cause anybody who missed out, there's a reason why the worst Adam Sandler movies in the world get like 500 million people watching it on Netflix. Cause that's what people do. They sit mm-hmm. at home and watch Netflix. as a family. And this is a movie about family. It is. It's, yeah, it's going to connect, man. I'm, I'm so excited. And I, here's not a, in the way that space jam was about family. Space but in, jam fucking in a real sucks. Way. Yeah. Space jam, a new legacy, Thank you. uh, more like a bad one. Um, here's the last question. Cause I don't want to go too long. Cause I, I want people to be able to consume this and then watch the trailer. So, if they don't show the original guys at all, if we don't see any of their faces, will you be disappointed? Honestly, yeah. Mm, I want to see. Me? Go ahead. Explain, Abby. Oh, I'm explaining? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's... It's, it would be, it's a, I've convinced myself at this point. And I mean, maybe that's my fault, but it's like, I have to see, I I have to see, um, Winston, um, Ray. (laughs) I have to see Winston. Peter. You call uh, Eric in the morning. Eric, uh, I have to see Winston. It would be great. Yeah. I put him in the shoe line. I don't think it would detract because it's almost like you were saying with seeing what, who the villain would be or who the ghost would be. I'm so scared of seeing that stuff um because i'm not sure how i'll feel about it that i'm like it's a surefire thing if i see one of my guys that i'll that well the thing is so uh jake i want to pass to you but my i'm of the mind of 
uh, it's a, it's not even a, it's not even like the worst kept secret. There was a whole article about Bill Murray being on set filming this movie. So it's not like mm-hmm. it's almost, it's closer to it's the four, level. It, well, it's like the force awakens. We all knew Harrison Ford and Luke Hamill. What? <laughs> <laughs> we all know, Luke Luke Hamill, everybody. We all know Harrison solo, Luke Hamill and Carrie Organa were, were in the movie. Listen, we all knew Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher were in the movie. The first trailer focused solely on the new characters. The second trailer focused mostly on the new characters and ended with what is probably my favorite moment in any trailer ever, which is the Chewie were home. I think because they're restarting the marketing for a movie that people, the mass public either forgot was happening or didn't know about in the first place comes out in four months. Although there's a built-in audience and people are probably going to gravitate towards it for a lot of reasons. I think you have to tell the general movie going population. Who's going to see this trailer in a movie theater. Wow. Factor. When they go see suicide squad or jungle cruise or any of these other big movies coming out, you got to have that last shot. And I think it's going to be Bill Murray. I don't think we're going to see my prediction is no Ernie Hudson, no Dan Aykroyd. I think we have the whole trailer. And I built. will be calling Eric. No, the whole right. And Abby will call Eric and be like, where's my Ernie Hudson? Where is he? Um, I think you have the whole trailer. All the stuff happens. There's some allusions to the original. There's allusions to the legacy. There's allusions to the family black screen cut to Bill Murray in a flight suit with a one liner. What is the one liner going to be? Who knows? I, I hope it's not just another line from the first movie. I hope it's a new funny line that we all get to quote. Mm. But that's my prediction. I think they end the trailer with Bill Murray because on a meta level, the reason why this movie never fucking happened for 30 years is because of Bill Murray. So there's something hilariously... Him being the least likely to show. There's something ironic about cutting to him and just him being like... I can't believe we're doing this again. I can't believe this. <laughs> like, yeah. I just can't hey, believe it. That's probably the line. That's <laughs> yeah. probably straight up the line. Would it, he's going to be like, okay, I'm here. It's going to be some sort of joke. Uh, I think you're right. I think like, so I, I would not be disappointed if they weren't in it because imagine going to the theater and being in a movie theater and seeing the Ghostbusters on a theater screen for the first time. That would be more fulfilling to me as a human being. Right. Uh, But like you said, they have to bank on people probably not knowing this is a sequel. So, and, and, and on top of that, I'm Bill Murray's maybe one of the funniest, you know, man on the planet, you know, he's, he's just like, even for people who don't like Ghostbusters, they, they like Bill Murray. He's, he's, he is, you know, a mythical creature. If they're going to show that this movie's tied to the old ones, it's going to be through the most profitable, you know, the biggest draw possible. And that's Bill Murray. Here's another thing. When's the last time Bill Murray did a mainstream like movie, let alone comedy. The guy's been doing Wes Anderson movies for the last 20 years. Like, this is got not Roosevelt down. <laughs> right. Oh boy. Did you see Bill playing FDR? Oh boy. Hyde Park on Hudson. Oh boy. I heard that so many times in that video. Oh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> oh, put him in the shoe line. Um, I, I, I yeah. just hope that Jason Reitman has been listening 
and and, yeah. and just for, and just for us puts an Easter egg where there's some sort of scene with Dan Aykroyd moving a chair. Yes, yes. moving the chair. Oh boy, I can't believe he got had his chair set up like this. McKenna Grace is like, I'm going to move this chair first. Here we go. Here, Peter to Winston. Oh, hey, Winston, where's Ray? Uh, He's in the kitchen. He's moving the chairs. (laughs) And it just cuts to Ray and be like, these chairs are all wrong. I like her because she moves the chairs. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, when we came down here to Oklahoma, we're going to move some chairs, okay? We're going to bust some guts, huh? Um, uh, Summertown, is that what it's called? Somerville? Somerville. Somerville has shaky chairs. What if the line cuts to Bill Murray at the end of the trailer? And I think I said this a couple weeks on the podcast, but I love the idea of him standing outside of the house and looking at it and just being like, oh, so this is where Egon moved? Okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Like, what a pile of shit. Oh, my God. Um, Fuck. I. By the way, we're all going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, wow. You know. Craig was wrong. All wrong. We're all wrong. <laughs> it's just somebody made the joke today, like it's gonna be a three minute trailer of just different cuts of the ecto driving, driving down a road, tearing down the road. <laughs> <laughs> with everything I know about the movie, I'd probably be okay with that because I'm still excited. This fall, the ecto one returns to drive down roads over here and over there, and even in a field. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, who's excited? I am. Me. God damn. I just want to know if if Trevor is wearing a GB2 jumpsuit. Because it looks like it it looks like they tried to hide the logos, but <laughs> right. he looks like he's wearing a dark blue so, slash let's, that would gray be awesome. jumpsuit. And then podcast comes in and he's like, Hey, I grabbed some of these old suits from work. We can all just put them on. And then everyone's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's a question. Well, let's finish this. Also, Goes- podcast probably doesn't have a job. I think he's like, well, he's a podcaster. Well, that, that is, his there's going to, I'm telling you, post, I hope podcast from, well, from what I've heard, podcasts, real name is, Craig Gale Jacob. <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. Craig Gale Jacob. Post credit scene <laughs> podcast interviewing Peter Vakeman on his podcast. <laughs> That's yeah. what I want. Whoa. We Yeah. Um I uh It's a possibility. I listen, I'm I don't know if you guys know this. My name's Ghostbuster Craig. Confirmed. It's canon. <laughs> I, I spoken by the father Ghost, of Ghostbusters. Ghostcore official franchise, Craig Goldberg. Yes, five oh first, Craig Goldberg. Okay, it's listen, 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 listen. Hold on, Ghostbusters two. We know it's going to be canon. They're not going to decanonize it. Well, I guess they could still, but that'd be that'd be that'd be a weird choice. So, what will the reference in this movie that acknowledges the events of Ghostbusters two? They'll what, talk about the Sizzler. <laughs> Yeah. Is there a sizzler in this Roach town? breeding. <laughs> oh, the deleted scene version of that? I love that. Yeah, me too. I love that. Um Well, I wonder if um if Janine's back, obviously. Maybe they'll reference like her and Lewis's maybe time. Maybe together. I don't think it's gonna be the kind of thing where we're we're getting 
explicit references to Ghostbusters 2. I think if Trevor's wearing a Ghostbusters 2 jumpsuit, that's enough. Like, we know Ghostbusters mm-hmm. 2 happened. I don't think that maybe there's a slime blower in the movie. Maybe there's a slime blower down there. I don't think there's going to be like, remember that time <laughs> when the museum was covered in slime? I don't think it's going to be that kind of a thing because it just doesn't matter to this story, you know? Hey. I'll put it this there, way. They'll, they'll Vigo be a painting line, in the back of the barn. For sure. They'll, or maybe there'll be a line where someone's like, we saved the city. And, and Peter Venkman's like twice, you know, or, I don't know, something yeah. like, yeah, it won't yeah. be a big, it won't, it doesn't need to be a big thing. The plot won't hinge on GB2 factoids. Probably. No, they'll be like, I mean, we saved it, the city it, twice and only twice. Whatever happened that video game doesn't count it's not the <laughs> third movie says it. well it's not gonna maybe, count because we know evo shit like it's just not so fuck it cheat maybe mm-hmm. cheech is back as his character <laughs> from <laughs> ghostbusters hey, 2 yeah. better late than never <laughs> <laughs> i am giddy this is the most excited i've ever been about anything in the world all right fuck it <laughs> we got 40 minutes enjoy everybody yeah tomorrow or later today or, or earlier today New Ghostbusters trailer. There's a new app in the app store. Get it. Wouldn't be surprised if some other stuff happens throughout the day. This is Ghostbusters Day 2 is what this is. It's better than Ghostbusters Day. Part 2. This is the real Ghostbusters Day. Mm -hmm. July 27th, 2021. The day that will live in infamy. Mm -hmm. The day we finally learned. Somebody's coming. Somebody's coming. We finally learned what the fuck this movie is that we've been dying to see for 30 years. All right, final thoughts, Abigail. Can't fucking wait till nine a.m. Um, that that's it. Like I'm, it's bittersweet. I'm sad. It feels like the end of a honeymoon. It's the beginning. I keep saying, why are you sad, Abby? I cherish every moment related to this, and I will be nostalgic for the time before we knew everything and before stuff came out. Sure. I get that. And I think I have like probably a little PTSD. There's a part of me that doesn't want to have any sadness. Well, here's right. I get it. But here's the fucked up thing. Mm -hmm. This is what I think you're onto something. Remember that whole second season of Mandalorian where we're like, when we found out that, Oh, I guess it wasn't the whole second season, but once the Ahsoka episode happened and it was like, Oh, we're going to put Grogu on this stone and he's going to go reach out to the Jedi. And everybody's like, (gasps) who's the Jedi? And it was like, who's the Jedi? And then we all were like, what if it's Luke Skywalker? Ha ha ha. That'll never happen. That will never fucking happen. And then it was Luke Skywalker. And you realize for the first time in your life that a thing that you want to happen in a TV show can or movie happen. can happen. <laughs> that sets us up. Happen. That's fucks then, us up. Then let's leave it with this. Do we find out that JK Simmons is in this movie tomorrow? <gasps> Or are you dragging? Or are you ghost busting? <laughs> are you ghost busting? I definitely like. I definitely think there's a chance that J.K. Simmons is playing Evo Shandor, and if that's it, so. I'm gonna be like Parker, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> gimme, gimme. We gotta go to press. Uh, what was his fucking name? Jonah. Jonah. <laughs> we gotta get a front page. Get my wife on the phone. No, he doesn't. Ghostbusters want to. terrorize Oklahoma. If they don't want to be famous, I'll make them infamous. Uh-huh. Uh, can I get 300 for this? No. <laughs> hey, those movies are good. Not now. <laughs> Parapsychologist terrorizes small Oklahoma town. <laughs> the Ghostbusters Crap. aren't bad, Crap. Jonah. Crap. Crap. <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> <laughs>
No reason. Surprise. <laughs> All right, everybody. Minor role. Abigail Gardner. Yes. Jacob Walsh. Yep. We started this podcast in hopes of a bunch of Ghostbusters movies coming out. We we went through the first one. Barely. Kept the podcast alive. Kept, kept it going. And now uh here we go. It's uh the 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 countdown begins again. Afterlife. Countdown yep. to the afterlife. So for the very final time ever, I'm retiring it after right now. We will leave you with can see that trailer. The YHS trailer. trailer song. Trailer. Although somebody wants me to upload it to YouTube. I think it was Austin Young. <laughs> Just so he could listen to it. Uh, they need to put it on the app. Dude, they need it. Yeah. It should be on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's this? Sa- we, we'll have to do an episode in a couple weeks to try to figure out what the, you know. The vibe. What the soundtrack's going to be. Yeah. Who's going to be on it? Are they bringing back Bobby Brown? I don't think it's going to be all new music from like the new current artists. Like, I don't think that's going to be it. I do, 100%. Well, the, the, I mean, every Ghostbusters movie soundtrack I is feel current like artists. You, okay, okay. All right, I'll give you that. Are the most popular? But I want to hear some like classic tracks is what I'm saying. Like, I'd like I'd like there to be like no, a nostalgia. It's going to be feel. all the famous artists that are popular in small town Oklahoma. So it's going to be Kid Rock. No, <laughs> I think I think Abby's right. I, I don't think Jason Reitman is going to do this thing where he just gets new artists. I think it's going to be a classic. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy yes, style. Where the music inspires the story. Yeah, I think so. I think Jason Reitman probably, probably has awesome taste in music. I don't Will there be a montage? Yeah. Of course. I think he knows that's like fuck that's prerequisite, obligatory. So, what's the montage song going to be? The first movie was the Ghostbusters theme. The second movie was Run DMC. I don't know, but I well, don't. I guess we'll God. find out. It's, gonna it's be not Mar- going to be Fallout Boy. It's going to be Maroon 5. Uh. Bust those ghosts. Bust them in the ghost. No, I don't think Maroon 5 is. No. Bust them in the ghost. It's not the answer. <laughs> Who would you want it to be? Kesha? Doja Cat. Like, that's just because I like what her. What is that? What is Come that? Come on, Jake. Look up Doja Cat. She's incredible. She's gunning for a Grammy this year. She's an artist I really like. What she- if it's Bradley Cooper? <laughs> From a star Stop is born. Stop it. Stop Shut it. Up. I don't like that at all. Um, if I, it is, I hope it's him from the second half. <laughs> the last five minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, he's a ghost. The movie's called Ghostbusters. So. <laughs> oh, shit. Tell me something, boss. <laughs> All right. I'm having too much fun. I want to podcast. I want to do like a telephone. Are we busting? After <laughs> we just life? podcast until nine in the morning. Yeah. Ladies, we just do a live, busting. just a fucking live 10 hours of podcast. Yeah. Out of the darkness and I feel, I don't know. And we have like performances. Cool. Yeah. Like a telephone. Yeah, like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are just three hours away from the trailer. Now we're going to be cutting to... Tap dancing! Virginia Ghostbusters doing charity work! <laughs> I think you've had Virginia the ghost that lives in our house. No! Dan Harshman. I don't know. Hi, Dan. Cool. I don't know if you're listening, but hi. Uh, all right, well, we can end it here. Everybody have a good night's sleep. Enjoy the trailer. Enjoy the festivities. It's never going to happen again. Don't take it for granted. And... Uh, Stay tough, Marshmallow fans. All right, there you go. Bye. Later. Bye.